Hey, what's up? This is Reticulated Rectum. I've got a little joke for you guys. I hope it doesn't hurt your feelings, but what do the sick and wrong audience and Harrison's bio mom have in common? Well, we both don't want you around. You're awful. (laughs) Sorry, that was hurtful. Sorry to be rude. Uh, D, you're a Jew. I'm Freddy Krueger and I'm here to say I love the sick and wrong in the major way I'm ready Johnny Depp just to have some fun Walk here D, Simon and Harrison What's gonna happen on the show today? Will it be a shit story or is that gay? Maybe a guest appearance with Wacker Lee Or video game news with Jeffrey It'll be hip and it'll be cool Kids don't take drugs and stay in school Or you might end up like Trucker Paul Freddy's out Lick my balls. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. And I am the space station beam sort of truth, Harrison. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a long nickname there, a it long is. moniker. That's right. But uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, Harrison, I've had a rough week this week. Oh, yeah. Fucking jury duty. Oof. How many days? It, well, you're, you're on call for the whole week. Wait a minute. You've had to go every day? No, but you have oh. to check in. Oh. So you have to like check at 7 o'clock yeah. starting on Sunday for the whole week. You have to log into the jury portal, put yeah. your juror ID number, and then see if you're called in. And so I made it through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Finally, Thursday night at 7 o'clock, I check in. They're like 9 a.m., mm. be at this room 604 or whatever mm. uh, downtown at this courthouse. So I go over there, and it's fucking hellish. It's a hellish ordeal jury duty yeah you know i think it's tied into being registered to vote have you ever heard that yeah uh, yeah i mean it's tied into that it's tied into selective service but I, I swear like yeah. before when i uh first yeah. moved here i never registered to vote yeah and so like the second election of obama i even vote you should well, never register to vote well but i mean how do you vote you know if you don't but anyway mm. i did i was it doesn't matter vote. we're in la it never got called for jury duty Unless you're in beverly hills it don't matter i don't think you should register to vote in california fuck no. it it's going to be Democrat anyway. Don't matter. And don't deal with jury yeah. duty. But so, second I fucking registered to vote to vote for fucking against Donald Trump, mm. but I got called in for jury duty. Mm. So, you know, I, go, I actually got called in December, yep. and I got an extension. So this time I had to go back and, and do it for the whole week. You just sit in a room waiting for them to call your fucking name. Bring a book, though. I did. Okay. And right. my, I should have brought a phone charger. Yeah. But I, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, what a waste of a day. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, in San Francisco, I got called to do jury duty there. Did you get dismissed, or did you just... Well, you made it through the rest of the day yeah. on Friday. By 4.30, she's like, all right, we're done with, uh, we're done with cases all day, yeah. so everybody here is dismissed. So and you you're go good back. for a whole year. Oh, you're no. good for a year. Okay. I'm mm. good for a year now. Mm. But in San Francisco, you actually had to report to a courtroom. Mm. And then they would do the whole thing where they'd select mm. jurors. Mm. And if you didn't get selected, you're done. Mm. It's not just sitting in there waiting. You could, in LA, you could do three cases if they picked you for three cases. Like the whole week. I could have done cases all week. And one, one case in particular, 42-day mm. trial. Mm. Like 42 days. What do you do? Like, how do you get paid for 42 days? I think they pay you $7 and give you, like, a couple food stamps or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't... I don't I think, uh, yeah, I mean, luckily, I'm a sort of a convicted felon, so I don't... Kind of a derelict. I can get out of that shit real quick. You know? Well, that, you know, that's the thing. Like, in uh, San Francisco, I remember mm. I was there at a trial for a guy 
who I probably even talked about this in the show. This guy was being, he was a Mexican guy that was being uh, tried for drug dealing. It was mm. like the second time or third time he got caught, mm. which I think is like a three strike law too. Yeah. I'm sure this guy got deported. But it was like all old people that mm. were part of the 60 people that they were selecting. Because everyone that's not an old person finds a way to weasel to out of it. get out of it, yeah. And that's why these people get convicted because old people are like, it's not a Watch, jury you're of your on peers. my lawn. You're going to prison forever. Well, with me, they're like, forever. the first question the lawyer asked was yeah. like, so have you ever purchased illegal narcotics before? Yeah. I was like, yeah, many times. Yeah. In fact, I think I actually purchased from a guy who looks a lot like that guy mm. in the same neighborhood. Mm. And he was like, you're dismissed. Mm. That's all it took. So I've never actually been picked, but I don't think they would pick a I'd guy like me. I'd be tempted to do that just to be like, not guilty. You know, <laughs> you know, I was wondering about mm. that, but then the, I think what ends up happening because I was talking to P Town about this is you lose your job. <laughs> well, P Town was telling me that uh, what ends up happening is if you're on a jury and you disagree, mm. you disagree with like you know the, the charges or whatever. Eventually, it'll get to the point where they're like, "Do you want to keep doing this for another two weeks? Mm. Just fucking change your mind, and then you just change your mind so you can get out of there." That's what happens. That's justice. Don't they That's, do deadlocked or whatever? Like No, he's like, eventually, mm. they, they just don't want to keep doing it for three or four days and, and just because it sucks so bad huh. that they just like, you change your mind. He goes, everybody, he goes, everybody that disagreed. He was on a case where some mm. girl got a DUI, but she wasn't even driving. Mm. Her car, like she parked her car and she was walking up the street, but she was wasted. What? She was, yeah, she was like 15 feet away from her car, still got a DUI. How do you get a DUI for that? Well, that's what she was. She was claiming that she wasn't driving, yeah. but she was visibly intoxicated. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the jury was like half of them were like not guilty, and mm. the other half was guilty. He's like, but after three days of deliberating or two days or whatever, he goes, everyone's like, fuck it, <laughs> she's guilty. Let's get out of here. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. That's justice. But yeah. anyway. I'm there all day, fucking How the downtown. How did OJ get off then? My God, you know? Yeah, I'm sorry. I bet you that jury, that Jesus must have taken like months. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that, being selected for like a murder trial. Yeah. You'd be there for like six weeks. Yeah, I almost got picked for a murder trial once. Uh. But then I told them I'd just gotten off of probation like six months earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I'm walking around. They, they give you a two-hour break for yeah. lunch. Because they don't, I, I don't know, mm. they, they, there's a... There's, they just don't think you have any. Your time means anything. You have no value. Your mm. your life means nothing to these to the fucking court case courthouse. But anyway, I'm walking around, and I walk by like the central library downtown, and it's a weird old building. LA's got a lot of creepy old buildings. Like underneath, like the Walt Disney that opera center or that that opera house, the Walt oh, yeah. Disney Opera House. Yep. You can go underneath Hill Street, and there's like tunnels underneath Hill Street. Yes. So I've been when in I, them, yeah. I was thinking about it, and we were talking about this earlier, is that whole myth of the lizard people who live under LA. Yes. I could, I could conceive of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like, I mean, I wonder, I mean, I don't know what's underneath these buildings, but I mean, they, it seemed like under the Walt Disney, uh, the Opera House, I was like underneath Grand Avenue, like oh, you're yeah. going on Hill Street, and there's like, you know, a whole city above you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see what happened about this. You did a lot of research on this topic. I did. You know some, a yeah. lot about the lizard people. I do know. I do so know. So what, what's the deal mm. with that? Are they really related to the Mayans? <sighs> well. Like, is that a thing? Sure. Yes. Not, the, Why not? 
I you know, <laughs> anything's possible. Who knows? Well, so where did this? Where I mean, did this the Mayans. Thing... You know, whatever they got. Oh, they got Quetzalcoatl. They got all sorts of lizard men in their they thing. So why not? Everybody's got a guy. But where did this whole like lizard men under Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles, start? Where did this whole myth? rumor or whatever started. Right. Well, mainly it started in 1933. That's when it was in, like, actually the Los Angeles Times. Yeah, there's a whole article about this yeah. guy. Uh, George Warren, Warren Schufelt in 1933. Um, he told the Los Angeles Times he discovered a vast system of tunnels that stretched from the library to Chavez Ravine, where the Dodger Stadium is. Wow. So that's completely under downtown L.A. Yeah, and he said that he created a um, self-modified radio X-ray device. His X-ray machine. Without uh, uncertainty to detect the presence of minerals and tunnels below the surface of the ground. I wonder how many people he just gave radiation poisoning to. <laughs> yeah. Just like blasting that just the, buildings. Yeah, I mean, it was probably just like a bunch of nonsense. Um, <laughs> I got a bunch of pictures of this weirdo i think george um, warren Schufeld. he was actually a mining engineer and i read that he found out or developed this uh yeah. x-ray machine because of this myth he was told by a hopi indian yes yeah 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 <laughs> it was um uh he sought advice from little chief greenleaf of chief the hopi greenleaf. nation in uh, arizona uh, the chief told him about the legend of the lizard people and how they had built several underground cities in the American West, Mexico, and Central America. Uh, he learned that the lizard people built their cities to escape a great catastrophe. Um, they, they were antediluvian, clearly. Um, <laughs> according to the original Times article, the great catastrophe was in the form of a huge tongue of fire, actually, which destroyed all in its path. Yeah, it yeah. says that... Uh, um, the, well, I guess I wonder when this. He said it occurred five thousand years ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, five thousand years ago. I got a picture of him here with his stupid device with the X-ray machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buried fortune hunt to begin in Fort Moore Hill, in Los Angeles. So, so, so they just decided to escape. I guess danger of future fires. That's why they went underground. Yes. And so they became subterranean dwellers. That's right. And uh, the, I mean, the, one of the weirder things about this is this legend actually plays a lot into. Um, and here's a, here's what. Wait. I don't and this wasn't just like you know small caves. I mean, this was like a complicated network of tunnels. That's right. I and mean, somewhere yeah. like nine thousand feet of floor space. Yep. Yeah, 16 rooms, they had gold, and they had all sorts of treasures stored down there. That's correct. Um, and they, um, it, this actually plays into the whole Charles Manson thing. Because you remember how Charles Manson was looking for a city underground? Oh, yeah. Like they were looking know. for a hole in the desert to find the city. Like there was a city of an ancient civilization. They believed they could, if they found it, they could just stay there until the, uh, the race war was over. And then emerge from this city. But did that he was think what they were reptilian? Uh, yes. So, so he was looking for a lost yeah. reptilian city. That's right. That's oh, correct. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it well, plays, it's coming from Manson, it's got to be credible. Yep. You know, with a name like Manson, yeah, he's got to be right. Manson stamp of approval. That's right. Um, yeah, but the, the super race uh, of, uh, you know, allegedly related to the Mayans... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the so-called uh, lizard people were so intellectually and technologically advanced that they used mysterious chemicals to dig a network of 285 tunnels. 
Yeah, they had. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they had. They didn't use like picks and shovels, but they used like powerful chemicals, That's and it right. drained into the ocean where the tunnels, I guess, began. The tide would pass in and out of the lower tunnel portals, forcing air into the upper, upper tunnels to provide ventilation and sanitize the lower tunnels. That's they right. They put in like a whole sanitation system. Yeah, very nice. There's some intelligent lizards. They were. Um, yeah, no, they were great. You know, <laughs> they were great uh, guys. Shu felt uh, convinced the city to allow him to excavate the hill off of North Hill Street. There, he and his assistants drilled 250 feet below the surface, ho- hoping to find the tunnels. However, the search yielded nothing but mud and water. It was later revealed that he drilled through undetected water table and flooded the caverns if they existed. Uh, the flooding ultimately ended Schufelt's attempt to find the lost city. Well, so tell me this. And also the city was like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck. <laughs> yeah, Why but, did we let you do this? You idiot. Well, get because weren't they going to get a 50, 50 split? Of yeah. The, he's uh, like, well, gold. here's the gold. There's a map. I'm, I have it on the screen now. And it's like, here's this shaft and the gold is here and the gold is here well, the and other, the gold is here. Well, the other thing, it was like <laughs> The buried treasure was made up of Spanish gold that was put there during the colonial period. Mm. Who put it there? I why was, would the Spanish gold? Oh, it was Spanish gold? I That's thought it was lizard man gold. No, I read oh. the lizard man had mm. Spanish gold. I don't know why they got it. Did they get it from the Mayans? Because I heard the lizard men like gold too. Yeah, I think that the so. lizardmen got it from the Spaniards. Okay. And then they put it down in this tunnel, and that's what the guy... That's what amazes oh. me, that like right. the city of Los Angeles is like, this sounds like a great idea. Yeah, no. We're going to allow yeah. give you the permits, and we're going to give you some money, and let's just bore the hole into the ground and find this treasure. It's like when the, the Ghostbusters men. found the River of Slime <laughs> under Fifth Avenue or whatever, you know? But yeah, like they, the, the city thought it was a great idea. I mean, they even, the LA Times did a whole write-up on it. There's a lot of fanfare. Yeah. People like, oh, yeah. it, it became a thing in the 1930s. Uh, and people supported this venture until, mm. you know, he went 250 feet. I think mm. he didn't find anything. And then everyone's just like, yeah, this is a farce. And he claimed the original map was on an ancient sheepskin. So, yeah. So yeah. And so, so the original map, I mean, does it map the entire a, downtown? Are there sheep in the... Southwest, naturally, I don't know. I don't know. No, My no. guess is no. But I mean, where does the what's the okay. map of? Just all of the, the tunnels. tunnels? Yeah, the tunnels. How would he find this? Just with the X-ray machine? That's he just used it with the X-ray yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never got a chance to find out if it worked because they stopped him after he flooded everything. Well, I heard he claimed that the dig would have to go a mm. thousand feet, and he only got to go two fifty before oh, the money yeah. dried up and oh. flooded everything. Mm. So he feels that he was never even given like an actual opportunity to find the tunnels that's too bad he got shafted no pun intended yeah oh god (laughs) um but yeah there's also what about the priceless gold tablets there this kind of sounds like uh, the mormon tablets or something it does yeah no every every american legend and religion has golden tablets apparently but were these like the lizards tablets of their like lizard religion or something yeah, i don't know i i didn't have i didn't have that mentioned in my article no no i saw that uh mm-hmm. yeah that's uh yeah there are these golden tablets that are supposed to be found beneath downtown la mm. so answer me this and i'm wondering yeah. about this elon musk yes. was boring a hole because he didn't want to take he elon musk is is too intelligent to drive through traffic so he's going to go mm. under traffic through yeah, the city that's right. so if he's boring these massive holes for his elon musk monorail yeah don't you think he would come across the lizard tunnels and the tablets and the you'd, gold? You'd think so, yeah. So why, why didn't he? Because 
it might not be well true. i mean look it's a, it's a large underground city you know what i mean that would be like you know why if you drove across la why wouldn't you hit that liquor store with the giant clown in front of it you know what i mean that's yeah. like saying that but I mean, he's you like digging from Beverly Hills all the way to downtown LA. He's not going to come across one catacomb. You've been to the goddamn catacombs in Paris. You know, you can find. Yeah, that is. You true. can go walk through the whole thing. You might not ever find Paracelsus's secret laboratory. Yeah, you know? I mean, I guess. So I, my God, I'm, man. I'm surprised Elon Musk, yeah. being as wacky as that guy is, isn't like mm. doesn't take the map and be like, you know what? Since I'm going to be boring a whole downtown anyway, mm -hmm. I think I might go find the lost treasure of the of the lizard people. Apparently, the the golden tablets were four feet long and 14 inches wide. Whoa. I don't know why he knew this, but yeah, uh, they were in a chamber. And uh, on these tablets of gold, gold having been the symbol of life to the legendary lizard people, will be found the recorded history of the Mayans, and on one particular tablet, the southwest corner of which will be missing, is to be found the record of the origin of the human race. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, the, now there's some people who say that the Hopi Indians do have a, a, a thing they do have a legend of lizard people, but they're not actually lizard people. They're human beings that worship the lizards so they, as, they, a, as a symbol of longevity or something. Hmm. You know, because they're not like, actual lizard reptilian people. Yeah, with yeah. Like there's some people scaly that. Scaly skin. Yeah. There's some people that say, like, no, that's actually a misinterpretation you know, of what they meant. So I don't get it. this. This hmm. makes it sound like the lizard men and the Mayans were like buddies. It does. Like here, the Mayans yeah. were like, "Here's some gold tablets for you guys," mm. <laughs> and uh, we can just like. Well, I mean, they out. worshipped uh, the Aztecs, you know, and the they, they worshipped Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. He was a lizard man, feathery lizard guy, yeah, kind of a bird lizard yeah, creature like a, thing, a feathery snake. So creature. did the did the reptilians mm. give the Mayans their secrets about how to like build their pyramid things? Yeah, and also how to. Uh, make up to $2,000 a week from home with this one weird simple trick. <laughs> they also learned that from it too. So, so the lizard people were of a much higher type intellectually than modern human beings. I was reading mm. here that the intellectual accomplishments of, their, of the nine-year-old lizard children yeah. is equal to those of present-day college graduates. Wow. Did you know that? They're no, I did not know that. Little, they're precocious, precocious lizard people. Do you have a picture so of they're the doing, lizard So they're doing, they're writing like their thesis on like, you know, the, the fucking deconstruction of Afro-Scandinavian poetry when they're exactly, nine? Exactly, when they're oh. nine years old. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. taking calculus, college-level calculus yeah. at nine years old. Okay. So greatly advanced scientifically were these lizard people that in addition mm. to perfecting a chemical solution which bored underground without removing earth and rock. They also mm. developed a cement far stronger and better than any in use of modern times. And that's Neat. what they made their tunnels and rooms with. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, these, these were like brilliant lizard people. Yeah. If they're still there, we don't know. I'm wondering, I mean, I think we should crowdfund this. You think so? And see if we can get down into these tunnels mm -hmm. and find the lizard people. Right. Yeah, but do you think people would contribute to that? Um... Podcast goes to find Lost World of India of the Lizard Men. I think they might, you know. Um, I don't know if the city would let us in there. I have a picture of the right now on the screen of this lizard person that I remember I, I saw it when I was like eight or something or nine or ten on this PBS special. Like, this is what we think it might look like 
if you know dinosaurs had evolved into you know sentient, into sentient beings. beings and they showed the picture of this thing that they they made a model of it and it scared the fuck out of me and i had to like i think my dad was like smacking me around later because i wouldn't go i couldn't go to sleep because i was so freaked out because of this thing yeah what did you think of the show v I hadn't seen it when I was oh, a child. Oh, you didn't see yeah, that yeah, when you were yeah. in the 80s? That yeah. would have scared the shit out of you, because those was, people had human skin. Yeah, no, it was something about the way this particular lizard thing looked that just freaked me the fuck out, man. <laughs> it's real freaky looking, I tell you. I, I loved that show V when that was on. I thought yeah. that was the coolest Did thing. Did you watch the new one? I, I do like the woman that played Diana. I forget that actress. Oh, she's the one name. from uh, Deadpool. You know? Yeah, she's, she's super mm. hot. But I, didn't, I, I could get mm. into the new one. I think it's because there was no Mark Singer. They need the Beastmaster. Oh right, and yeah. no, and uh, also yeah. Robert England was in. Uh, remember, he kind of played the lizard that like had. Served. That was the best part of that show mm. too. Is the lizard had sex with a human? And remember, she had one one child that was like part lizard, part human. Yes, and the other one that was just this full on lizard with a big. I think head. that I think in the new one that was Laura Vandervoort, that blonde chick who's <laughs> the daughter of Diana or whatever. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, mm. yeah. I didn't even... Mm. I didn't watch... Did the new one get canceled after the first season? I think it did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well... They got into it very quick. Like, by the end of the first season, they're already like, the fifth column is, like, all crazy. Everything's going on. Yeah, so... It's like the rebels. Mm-hmm. How come those lizard people... Were, like, were those the same type of lizard mm. people that live under L.A., or these, like, evil lizard aliens that are coming to eat us? Well, they're the, I think they're the same, because I think in the... You know, they're from they're from outer space here like originally you know yeah originally they came yeah they originally they came and they enslaved the human race and forced us to mine monoatomic gold uh, yay um, so wait what year did they come down here and enslave the I human don't know. race i'm not the fucking you know no but i mean it was like five thousand years ago or something probably like, more than that yeah Oh, so like yeah. before the Egyptians even. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. So, mm-hmm. okay. So they came over and then what, they just leave? Because there are the antediluvian civilizations that aren't spoken about in our history textbooks. For instance, Atlantis, Lemuria, and... Um, the Lumerians, yeah. Um, there's another one, too, that I can't remember the name well, of. So wait, the Lumerians, Hyperborea. Though. Thank you. Oh, okay, the Hyperboreans. Yeah. But yeah. I thought the Lumerians, didn't they mm. say the Lumerians had like a secret fortress or whatever in Mount Shasta that was like the crystal caves and yeah, they had that's the crystal also a mines. lizard uh, thing that's all they have, they have a base so the lizards have a base so where Mount okay Shasta. where do these where lizards where don't they live? have a base yeah and I was about to say they're, it's ask. like they're all over yeah. here so mm. they, they have the base in Shasta the, the, mm. the city the lost city under LA yeah. did you say like the Grand Canyon or something so yes so here's a weird story um, in April 5th, 1909, there was an issue of the uh, Arizona Gazette with a spectacular account uh, from two alleged Smithsonian-funded archaeologists, Professor S.A. Jordan and G.E. Kincaid, who claimed to have found deep within the bowels of the earth uh, in the Marble Canyon region of the Grand Canyon a vast cavern system with evidence of some ancient lost civilization. Hmm. Okay. Um, and there was like, it's vir- virtually un- inaccessible. The entrance is uh, 14, 1,400 feet down the sheer canyon wall. So it's like the entrance to the cave is like oh, halfway up halfway, and halfway yeah. down the fucking thing, you know? So how do they get in there? Are they jetpacks or something? I don't know, ropes or something, you know? Um, but yeah, they said that like uh, giant passageways, um, 
numerous relics and artifacts uh, such as weapons, idols, urns, uh, previously unknown civilization, apparently from the Orient. Um, uh, over 100 feet from the entrance is the cross hall, an image of the people's gods sitting cross-legged with a lotus flower or lily in each hand. The idol re- resembles the Buddha. Hmm. Um, so first they said it was like Egyptian looking. Then they said, um, you know, it was uh, Tibetan, right? They said, again, the uh, idols re- resemble Buddha. Uh, the worship resembles that of Tibet. Although, whose idols are these? The reptilian people? Well, bear with me here, All okay? Because right. he didn't really get, he didn't say that it was reptile people, but he got, goes on to, in the article, goes on to describe, like, shit that looks like it's from ancient Egypt because it's got, like, crocodile-headed people and then something that looks like the buddha and something that you know all all this kind of weird ass shit which is like where the fuck is this thing from right Mm. yeah yeah so and there's like mummies there's all sorts of you know mummies stuffed into shelves and all sorts of weird nonsense um and then uh the the weirdest one of the weirder things about it there's no the Smithsonian stated there was an, many inquiries there was an inquiry from 2000 and the Smithsonian Institution replied the Smithsonian has received many questions about an article in the April 5th 1909 Phoenix Gazette about GE Kincaid and his discovery of a great underground citadel in the Grand Canyon hewn by an ancient race of oriental origin possibly from Egypt um, but they have no record of a professor Jordan Kincaid or a lost Egyptian civilization in Arizona. <laughs> and it's just funny how they say they received many questions because one of those questions was from old Harrison. Oh. I remember I read about this in like the 40 and Times in like 2002 or something. And I, I, I ended up... Did you up, email a question or write a question? I, to I either called them on the phone or emailed them, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Did they and I'm give like, you, a you, you can send me answer? all the information you have about the uh, Kincaid exposition, expedition. They're like, the fuck out of here. Well, the, the one thing I don't understand about this is yeah. don't we have technology now that can, I mean... I mean, I know this uh, Schufeld had his x-ray machine, but don't mm. we have, like, technology now that could just, like, x-ray through, you know, thousands of feet underground? I don't know. Yeah, we do. do I mean, they we, use though? it all the time for mines. They're still they... trying to, like, find stuff in the pyramids. They're still, you yeah, know? But they, we have, like, excavation Dude. technology that we use for mm-hmm. uh, for all these, like, you know, they find, like, lost cities and, and lost pyramids in Egypt. Why don't they do that, like, in downtown L.A. and then just say, they're, like, oh, there is nothing here? They're still barely doing that now, first of all. And second of all, they have, like, two machines that can do that. You know That's what I mean? What, well, oh, so are you going to put up the money for them to fucking do it in downtown L.A.? Elon Musk could. Okay. That guy's got enough money. He's got more money than Jesus. He could, I mean, he's PayPal Mafia, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm but, surprised like tech bros, like the owners of PayPal or whatever, uh, Google guys don't fund this. So here's where professional crackpot David Icke comes into oh. it and former gym teacher, if you recall. Good old David Icke. Devotees of our show will recall one of our listeners had him as a gym teacher. Gym teacher, yeah, I yeah. remember that. Um, so he believes the Kincaid system not only exists, but is also reptilian central. In his book, The Biggest Secret... He writes, in 1909, a subterranean city, which was built with the precision of the Great Pyramid, was found by G.E. Kincaid near the Grand Canyon, Arizona. 
There's also no record of anyone named that Name ever G. existing. Well, yeah, yeah. who came up with this guy's name? Like, where they did someone concoct this? Nobody this knows. We don't know. Oh. Yeah, um, I mean, the the article, the author of the article in the in the Phoenix Gazette was is anonymous. <laughs> So it was big enough the to accommodate sources of these things. Yeah. Make, that's why no one's ever investigated these cities. Well, I mean, a lot of my source on this article comes from eyeofthepsychic.com is okay. one of my sources. Um, but, uh, but no, there's actually a lot of sources on this shit. Uh, it was big enough to accommodate 50,000 people. Mummified bodies were found of Oriental, possibly Egyptian origin. Um, my own research suggests that it is from another dimension, the lower fourth dimension, that the reptilian control and manipulation is primarily orchestrated. You, do you remember when we did, you went to New Mexico and we, mm. what's that base? Dulce the, base. Dulce base. Didn't yeah. Dulce base say like at some of the lower levels was like a reptilian floor? Yes. Yes, it was. So yeah. Dulce base must be kind of close to uh, this Grand Canyon city. Yes. Yeah, apparently the, all these things are connected according to the weird people that are. Wait, so, are the, are the tunnels connected to LA? Probably, yeah. Wow. Apparently, there's a whole network. I mean, there's a whole. There's also like people that believe like, um, and it, it's con connect. I mean, it's just kind of a mishmash of different kinds of mysticisms. But in Tibet, in Tibetan mysticism, there's a city underground called Agarta, which is kind of like a Shangri-La mythical city, and it's where like the very advanced people that had civilizations like Hyperborea and Lemuria Atlantis. went underground afterwards and that's where they live. So the king of the world still exists and lives in the city in Agartha and there's like weird caves in the Himalayas and in, you know, fucking the Grand Canyon where if you go far enough you can get down into the underground cities. So And, and no one ever has. There's no record. And if they have, they've never returned. <laughs> <laughs> the men in black have like, but wiped their mind. That little uh, neutralizer. Here come the men in black. So with these, so with these lizards, okay. The guy ended up. Well, uh, uh -huh. George Shufeld ended up giving up. He, his money ran dry. Mm. People seem to have lost interest. Oh yeah. And so then, what happened to the the city? Just no one, no one since nineteen thirty three. Has decided to go down there and try to find the Lizard City? No. No, because how do you, you know? No one's, like, crazy enough to, to do it. Well, so he... he I, remember, I remember, I think this is because I was on methadone at the time, but I was like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a thing, you know. You know. I, I, I really did think, think about a jetpack. I really think we should do that with... That's uh, how my mind worked at the time. I really think we should do that with uh, Patreon money. Mm -hmm. Do a big uh, crowdfunding thing. Say, like, two podcasters who are experienced urban adventure seekers are going to go down into the tunnels underneath LA and find the lizard men. I got to get. I got to get in shape for this. <laughs> yeah. I don't, um, I, what kind of equipment would we need? I don't, I don't think I've ever really been in a cave, mainly because of my asthma. Oh, God, um, <laughs> my asthma. I'd have to bring my inhaler. Yeah. Um, I think I just inhaled a mummy ah, on my lungs. Could you imagine, like, <laughs> but we'd probably be two of the worst people, like the most unqualified people you could send into a tunnel to look for lizard people. Yeah, yeah just like if you had to find anybody, mm. any rant, like, like Joe Rogan is the type of guy that would probably do something yeah. like that. Right. I could imagine, like, two neurotic Jewish podcasters mm -mm. like sending them down in the tunnel to go find the lizard men yeah actually I'd probably watch it if, if there was like a web series 
about this, yes. I would probably watch it. Oh, yeah. Just to watch us fail miserably. Mm-hmm. I bet I bet you you would last longer than me. I'm not Maybe. good in nature. I'm mm. not good in nature. I, mm. I couldn't do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested to find out about this this lost lizard city. Me Maybe too. Should... I want their gold. Yeah, first I mean, of all, was, what happened to the guy's X-ray machine? But nothing. He couldn't use it anymore. He couldn't prove it if it worked or not because so everything we, got flooded. How come it's not in a museum? Uh, it is in a museum. Top men are examining it. <laughs> Top men. Top men. Yeah. Well, so, there you it, go. It, I was reading about his, his device consisted of a cylindrical glass case inside of which a plummet mm. attached to a copper wire held by the engineer sways continually pointing towards minerals or tunnels below the surface of the ground. Yeah. Sounds very complex. It's based on like water witching or something, you know, like, like oh, dowsing yeah, technology. Like dowsing. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I think what we should do is uh, just to see what would happen if we started a GoFundMe to see if uh, we could raise enough money to go and find the lizard men. We should. I, I just wonder. People have done it for dumber shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Like people have done even uh, more idiotic stuff. So yeah. I wonder if we actually might be able to raise money. The problem is. I'm, I'm saying it right now as a joke, but if we did end up raising a lot of money, I don't think I'd want to do it. Yeah, no, it's it's hard. Going underground like stuff. that? Yeah. But like, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Think of the rats. I mean, it's... Well, I don't think they have rats in there, first of all. There's got to be what rats. What would they eat? There's nothing to eat down in that thing. I don't know. The yeah. dead lizard babies? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Something. I would... Yeah. I well, know. I mean, it sounds like it's, it's basically like what happened, you know... It's a found footage horror movie where we both die, basically, is what that is. That's what that is. Yeah, right? it's, it sounds like it'd be like a very Blair Witch type of thing. Because as soon as it's where it's like, oh, the tunnel's getting smaller, the further we go, I'd be like, well, that's it. I'm done <laughs> with that. That's well, over. You know what I mean? I'm not fucking fucking around with that shit. Does the tunnel go like all the way down into I the I do city? think people would watch... Would would really enjoy watching us die on the ground. Oh, I think I, I think our fans would love it. Yeah, yeah. I think so, our fans would love it if yeah. we were able to live stream it. Yeah, yeah. I think our fans would love it. It's like wow, these two podcasters mm. die trying to mm. find the Lizard City, and we actually paid for the expedition. And Bonerville would be like, "No, I wanted them to die in my garden." <laughs> mm. Anyway, I guess we could have. Uh, there's some podcasting goals. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. The the lost lizard city of Los Angeles. We'll have to find out about that. Maybe we'll discover it. Uh, People's episode 693 here, Sick and Wrong. We have news stories coming up next, and uh, we have phone calls a little later in the show. But first, here's a Patreon promo by none other than the esteemed Dr. Stephen Hawking. Hey, guys, it's Stephen again. Just calling from heaven through a miracle of cybernetic processes. Just to say, thanks for creating your Patreon page. I love to kick back and smoke a fat one with my boy Carl Sagan. While we listen to the extra phone calls and stories we get all the time. Anyway, talk soon. Love you. Bye. So the first story we have here um, has, it has to do with a uh, university student named Mackenzie Luke who was found dead. And this is actually kind of a big headline. She was missing for a while, and they finally found out, they found out who the man is that murdered her. So did you see a picture of this girl? 
No. Uh, Mackenzie Luke. She kind of looks like... I think I did, actually. How do you spell her last name? L-U-E-C-K. Okay. Mackenzie Luke. Yeah. Um, she kind of looks like that typical, mm. like, college sorority chick. Right. But I think... Then we'll get into the details in a second. I mm. think there was something deeper and darker going on with her. Oh, my. I think so. Okay. That they don't really touch on in this... Uh, in this in this story so an arrest was made in the case of missing university of utah student mackenzie luke hmm. um, i don't know if it's luck or luke how, how do yeah, you say I don't that know either. Yeah. Okay, uh, salt lake city police announced they've yeah. taken a person in custody in connection with the disappearance of this 23 year old college student uh they've charged a man with aggravated murder in the tragic and horrific killing of mackenzie luke oh my the, the suspect identified as 31 year old and i'm gonna butcher this guy's name hmm. ayula ajayi because um, he's an African guy. Yeah. Uh, he was taken into custody after an investigation uncovered a fresh dig area, charred female human tissue, oh my. and items belonging to the missing student in the backyard of his Salt Lake City home. Yeah. His Mormon neighbors were distraught. Um, <laughs> joking. Maybe they were. But they oh. did uh, inform detectives that they noticed Ajayi burning something with the help of gasoline in his backyard, hmm. which is kind of, I mean, there's some nosy neighbors there. Aren't you allowed to just go pour some gasoline, have a big gasoline fire in I your backyard? I don't think you are. I think, I think depending on where you live, sometimes you need a permit to do that kind of nonsense. Really? Even just to like, if you have like a, you know, a fire pit, yep. you can't just like start a fire? Burn, yeah, I think, well, fire pit, I've, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you need a permit, yeah. Huh. So, yeah, maybe. I, I know, I mean, I I know you wouldn't need one to burn garbage. That's what about like leaves sure. or something? Yeah, usually you need a permit to burn for that leaves. Too? Yeah. I guess if I was a neighbor and yeah. my next, you know, my, the guy that lives next door to me had a mm. big gasoline fire going on in his backyard, mm -hmm. I'd probably be like, hey, Ayula, mm. what's going on, buddy? Also, what's a gasoline fire? Why would you have that? That is you know? a little weird. I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't know if why, why can't you just can't that, get lighter fluid. Yeah. Well, also, why would you even be doing that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> that, that is a yeah. bit suspicious. Right. Um, yeah. Sergeant uh, uh, Police Chief Mike Brown here, Salt mm -hmm. Lake City Police Chief Mike Brown, told reporters after an exhaustive week of investigation, we were filing mm -hmm. charges of aggravated murder, aggravated kidnapping, obstruction mm -hmm. of justice, and desecration of a body in the homicide of Mackenzie Luke. Yeesh. And then he goes on to say, I will not be saying the killer's name again. Mm. The crimes are tragic and horrific. Not saying the name again. Because he can't pronounce it. Exactly. Okay. Guaranteed. He's just like, yeah. I don't even want to butcher this thing yeah, again. Ayula, yeah, yeah. Ja, I don't even yeah. know how to say it. Right. Um, so here's what happened in the case. And this is the part I find, I find this suspicious. And yeah. no one's really, in the articles I've found about it, no one's really digging into this, except mm. for the Daily Mail. Yeah. Um, because the Daily Mail wants to have like some kind of controversial headline, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, some clickbait headline. So I think they're the only uh, news outlet they saw even go into this theory. Hmm. But listen to this. Luck, 23 years old, disappeared after meeting an unknown individual around 3 a.m. in a park in Salt Lake City. Okay. She was dropped off by a Lyft driver who is cleared of uh, any charges yep. um, or cleared of suspicious activity. Dropped off at a park in Salt Lake City at 3 a.m. This 23-year-old blonde college girl yeah. dropped off to meet some rando in a park at 3 a.m. What, what do you I, think she's doing? Well, I remember reading this story before they found, I guess they found their body or whatever. 
I remember before they like the last time she was seen was yeah I don't know what are you, what is she doing that's three a.m. Mad shady. It's you know? very shady. And so Brown said that I mean even me doing that it's shady and weird. You know what if I mean? You were, yeah, if you were like yeah. in MacArthur Park at three a.m., I'd yeah. assume you were trying to get drugs, right? Sure, or something. But this girl yeah. meeting an unknown individual at three a.m. Mm. Even if I was a Lyft driver, I'd be like, mm. "Are you sure you want to get out here three a.m. Mm-hmm. by yourself in a park?" I, I don't know. It just seems a little odd. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, because if, if it was me, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he's going to an African drug orgy. <laughs> you would just be like, sure, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you said, right. if you, you know, you yeah. know, actually gave an explanation like right. that. So Brown, the uh, police chief here, said that mm-hmm. Ayaji was the last person she was communicating with before her disappearance. And phone records indicate that they were both in that, uh, the area around that park Jesus. at 3 a.m. So this guy's terrible at murdering, isn't he? Well, I mean, yeah. it's definitely suspicious behavior. Yeah. But I was reading in the in the uh, Daily Mail. They said that uh, Ayula Ajayi was her sugar daddy. Oh, so I think there's hmm. definitely some some kind of sexual activity going on here. Hmm. You know, okay. some compensation oh, you for think some so? sexual activity. Yeah, yeah. Well, this guy too was an engineer. Yeah, he yeah. probably has a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Owns a home, mm-hmm. Salt Lake City. Yeah, and uh, he's meeting this like blonde. Like beautiful college girl, twenty three right. years old in the park sure. at three a.m. Something's yeah. going on there, but you know they don't even go into that in these articles. They just said that like her parents were devastated and heartbroken. Yeah, Salt Lake City is such a tight knit, caring, family oriented community, so we're all shocked. Um, it's like, come on, your daughter was a hooker. Just admit it, yeah. all right? She's yeah. meeting weird African men in parks at three a.m. Right. Nothing good is going to come out of that. And the, the other weird thing, too, is she was in Salt Lake City for her grandmother's funeral. So she attends her grandmother's funeral during the day, and at night she's going hooking in a park at 3 a.m. Where does she live normally? Uh, oh, she was, oh, she's still in Utah. Yeah, she's right? in Utah, but in college. Okay, okay all right. But she was back in Salt Lake City yeah. for, for that. Um, so based on phone records, and he's the last guy that she communicated with, that's why the police started searching his home. Because they named him a person, person of interest. Yeah. And when they're digging up holes in the guy's backyard, mm. they found some of her personal belongings and then her charred mm. remains. And uh, the other thing that is kind of hilarious, very, also very dark, but kind mm. of hilarious, is that they interviewed Brian Wolf, who's mm. a, a local contractor. He's, he owns a home repair business in Utah. Mm. And he said that Ajayi reached out to him in April and asked him to give him an estimate for a potential renovation project. Mm-hmm. He said what the guy wanted to do was build a secret soundproof room with hooks on its walls in the basement of his home. <laughs> That's not how you do that, man. Yeah. Why not say, yeah, I'm building a music studio yeah, and yeah. I want to keep it quiet. Uh, a recording studio. That's it. That's what but you instead, do. he's like, yeah. yeah, I want a room. You can't hear shrieks. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be a soundproof Or you room. hire different contractors. You hire one to do part of it, like like H.H. Holmes did. You oh, know? yeah, he had... You're like, oh, I'm making a panic room, so put the secret door. Oh, I'm making a fucking recording studio, studio so put whatever. the thing. Yeah, you know, boom. They put some soundproofing boom, boom, boom. on here. There you go. But yeah, instead, yeah. he was like, yeah, I want a soundproof room. And he gave the guy, like, specific instruction. I want hooks mm. on the walls mm. over here. Mm. And then he said he slowly added on other requests, like, I want a secret door. Mm. I want to add uh, hooks on this area on the back of the door. I also yeah. want a trap door here. I want a pit filled with acid. Mm-hmm. I'd like my Judas cradle to go over here. Yep. Um, put some uh, manacles on this wall. And uh, how about this? Fill in a hole full of uh, starving rats. 
Okay. And that will work. But I mean, but the thing is, it's like, dude, what do you think this guy's okay, going to do? The only thing that was true out of that was the hooks. All right. And the so, hooks, yeah. The but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, the guy keeps adding things. And the contractor was like, I got weirded out. So I yeah. just uh, turned down the job. Wouldn't you maybe after like... He did want a thumb scanner to get into the room though. Oh, he wanted a thumb scanner? So there, he was the only person that could open the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is it kind of odd? Yeah. Like, yeah, you'd get different contractors to build yeah. this stuff out. Yes. Um, a Facebook profile purportedly belonging to IU Legi contains images of him in a U.S. Army uniform. So he might be military, which isn't surprising. He also set up a profile on a website where uh, aspiring models can seek jobs. So I think that's where he's getting his victims here. Yeah. And that's, that's a weird thing. When you get these guys that like, mm. I'm a photographer. Right. Wanting models for my photography business. You right. know, my girlfriend goes to, uh, but she, my girlfriend like vets mm. these guys. She'll right. only go to a photographer off of, what's that site? That model site that they all use. One model place or something. Some, uh, yeah. I can't think of the name of it right now, but there's yeah. one model site that they right. all use. Yeah. It's so many shady guys are on that site oh, sure. that say they're a photographer. Right. You know, they got a GeoCities webpage. <laughs> but uh, she vets them. Like, she won't yeah. go to anyone that hasn't shot one of her friends. Right. But I think a lot of girls are like, oh, you're, you have a camera. Right. And yeah. a Facebook page. That yeah. means you're a professional photographer. Yes. Sure, I'll go take pictures in your basement. <laughs> right. With the hooks on the walls. Um, this is mm. what he writes on the profile, how he describes himself. I'm a tall, buffed, mm. funny. I am a victim. Romantic, violent, and character actor. And there's lots of images of him posing shirtless. Wait, what, what was the thing before character actor? Sorry? I am tall, buffed, funny. Yeah. I am a victim, romantic, violent, and character actor. I don't think English is his okay, first Okay, all right. What the fuck? He also right. published an ebook titled Forge Identity about mm. a teenager who witnessed violent murders and then has to decide whether he will join the ranks of a criminal mastermind or fight to escape the tyranny that has surrounded his young life. Oh, boy. Self-published book, Forge Identity. Oh, boy. You know, that's Where's this guy from originally? Is he from he's African, born no, here? He's, no, he's African. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh. But he, I don't know how long he's lived in Salt Lake City. But yeah, mm. he's definitely an African man. Mm. But, that, but that, yeah, he was born and raised in Africa. And I guess he did survive a tyrannical dictatorship, escape the okay, real life crime. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. I'm imagining him being one of those like child soldiers or something, you know? And his Amazon page, yeah. there's an author biography talking about his uh, childhood. He survived a tyrannical dictatorship, escaped a real life crime, traveled mm. internationally, excelled professionally in many industries. Hmm. He also, this is great too. He also has an Airbnb profile which uh, has since been taken off the site. But he advertised two beautiful and affordable basement rooms in the heart of Salt Lake City oh, no. with shared common area for $30 a night. <clears throat> <laughs> you might want to pass on this guy's yeah. Airbnb. Creepy, murderous Only African Only his thumb man. can open the door, too, also. So. Yeah, that's, that's some creepy shit. Yeah. Anyway. Well. What do you have here for the second there story? There you go. Well, it was like Michael Myers, man creepily shows up at neighbor's bonfire after allegedly killing mom dog. <laughs> mom dog? Mom dog. It's a mom dog. Okay. It's a mom dog. It's a mom that turned into a dog? Yeah. Or it's a... It's a you can tell by the mom like jeans. Like a female mother dog. Oh, okay. Mom, yeah. Mom jeans. <laughs> this, okay, this story, let me just preface yeah. this one. 
this story could be a Jizzy Jake phone call. Okay. Like I, I could see Jizzy Jake being like, yeah, there's this guy that I'm no, I'm not friends with him anymore. I don't <laughs> hang out with him because you know he's a little too crazy, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, yeah, mm. listen to this shit, and then it's like a four part call that we play on Patreon. Yeah. As it has all the makings of a Jizzy Jake call. All right. Well, I felt I needed to leave the home, and she wouldn't do that with me, and so I felt I had to shoot her. Colby Glenn LaRue would later say in a jailhouse interview. <laughs> yeah. Wait, she wouldn't leave the house with him? That's why he shot her? Yep. Okay. Uh, a Florida man. Not surprised. Yep. Allegedly shot his mom and dog. After watching a series of YouTube videos that made him so paranoid, he believed someone was going to come and harm his mom. All right, there's a bit of paradoxical yeah, reasoning right. going on here. So yeah. he was worried that someone's going to harm his mom, so he shot his mom. Yeah, because okay, like they can't, they can't hurt her if she's already if she's dead. dead. Yeah, you know that's that's preemptive thinking. attack. Yeah, I can see that. You know. I have thought. you ever been? Have you ever been like on a K hole or a meth hole or whatever, and just been freaked out by YouTube videos? Yes, I can. I can see something. When like I was that researching uh, Elsa Gate, oh Elsa Gate, and yeah. also prior to re- when I first discovered Elsa Gate videos, I that also made me insane. I mean, did you spend three hours going through, oh, sure. just, or longer? Yeah, and then. Well, that was when I was researching, and that was when I found a thing where, like, the guy fucking cuts his own dick off in the bathtub, and he's screaming, and it's like, Ronald McDonald demon face is yelling at me, and it was just like, oh, my God, Pizzagate is real! Oh, you know, like, and you were, like, unemployed and sleep-deprived. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was temporary insane. I think it was, like, the night, at, the day after I was fucking... Reading all that shit was, was, I think, the day we went to Alien Con. Oh, yeah. I was up was all night watching were... those videos, and I, I was like, got in the car, and I'm like, oh, You were wacky oh, that day. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was good. It was good times. Um, but made a damn good video. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. true. That's true. So, me, 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 me. Colsey Glenn LaRue, 22, is facing charges of first-degree arson and homicide. Uh, he shot his 51-year-old mother, Angela Limbaugh, killed the family's dog, and then lit the home on fire as he fled the scene by boat. <laughs> <laughs> so he just got on a boat and took off. Yeah, I think I did this mission in Grand, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, LaRue had allegedly been watching YouTube videos uh, Tuesday evening when he became paranoid that someone would rape or hurt his mother. And got a gun to protect his family. Were these like Avengers spoilers? Yeah. What I'm were these videos? What was he watching? I don't know. Probably Elsa Gate. Yeah. Um, although he initially grabbed the shotgun, it wasn't working. So Probably he grabbed Infowars or something. So he grabbed a handgun and began to pace around the first floor of his home. I'm glad this guy has firearms. Oh, it's great. Hey. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank the Lord. <laughs> Pass the ammunition. Thank the NRA. Yeah. He's perfect. Uh, Limbaugh's mother woke up and came downstairs and he shot her twice, also shooting the family's dog twice in the head. Why the dog? I think probably because the dog came at him after it's he probably shot the mother. Yeah. Yeah. LaRue advised he killed his mother because he was protecting her from individuals who were supposedly coming to harm her. So now she can't be harmed because she's That's already right. dead. That's right. Okay. So um, he, he gave... Dude, he a was slightly, watching PewDiePie. I think that's, that's I what think he, he was, was watching. I PewDiePie. think he was. Yeah. 
that makes me want to kill. He was watching YouTube stars screaming about the Friar Savonarola. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so meow, 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 meow. In a, in a jailhouse interview, he gave a different version of events. Hmm. And this is the worst part. He said that after watching YouTube videos of people <laughs> playing video games... Whoa, it might have been PewDiePie. Yeah, so I think yeah. yeah, he started to worry that a stranger was around the house. Okay. So it was like, I don't know, Ninja was playing Fortnite or some shit. <laughs> you know, he's watching Ninja play Fortnite. He's like, is oh it, my God, someone's in my house. Wait, like is he that was the guy probably with the watching, mullet? What? Who's the guy with the mullet? That I think plays? that's Ninja. Is I that think. Ninja? That's, I think so. Yeah, he's there's like, a guy with a mullet and he wears mm, like Oakleys and he like does so. his character when yeah, he plays yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like the champion of fucking Yeah, Fortnite. he's like the best yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortnite player ever. And he makes like something like 500 grand a month. Maybe he saw, because you know in Fortnite how they, you go in like a house and you walk in around in these abandoned houses looking for like guns and stuff. Maybe he thought it was, he's like, oh my God, it looks like they're in my house. Oh, Even though it's all computer he, graphics. Yeah, it sounds like he crossed the line of reason where it's yeah. like, this isn't, you know, this mm. is my house versus this is like a computer simulated version of my house. Right, yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody in the chat said, um, and I was like, read it wrong. It's, it was like, was the dog a whiteness? What does that mean? And I'm like, what is is this? A, is he bringing race into this? But no, it's actually just mis, misspelled witness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I, well, I kept looking down at it. I'm like, what the fuck? Is you that? never know in Florida they might have white supremacists. I guess. Yeah, I was know? like, well, that that movie, the Sam Fuller, I think movie, White Dog. Remember White that dog? Movie? Was it yeah. a racist dog? Yeah, it was a racist dog. Yeah, it's about a dog that. that attacked black people. It's a yeah. horror movie. Um, yep. So, you know, quick aside: when yeah. I was in South Africa, everybody, mm. all white people, had guard dogs that were trained to attack black people. I'm sure. Yeah, my we had a German Shepherd yeah. that you just say you could say I forget the 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 word, but you could train them with a word. Anytime a black guy would come out or would walk around, the dogs would freak out. And on a daily basis, you'd see a black guy running down the street getting chased by like a Rottweiler. Hey, um, real talk. That's probably something in the future you should keep to your goddamn self. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no, it's like there are racist dogs out there because yeah. they're trained to do that. I don't think now okay. they're trained to do that. Well, you but... don't want to ever admit to having them. You know? you know, it's it, okay. What happens when we move there? Uh-huh. Uh, we bought a, we had to wait and we got a house. And the house just like, they're like, here's your dog. And we're just like, what? We have to have this big, massive German Shepherd. And so we like uh-huh. had this massive German Shepherd yeah. that's just like a trained attack animal. That's, that's how it was. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't, we, it wasn't the temple's like, this is your dog, comes yeah. to the house. So that's how we got our dog. All right. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was weird because when we brought those dogs back to America, and it was just like, you don't have to be racist anymore. You're in America now. So, do you want me to fill in this grave for you? Or? <laughs> nah, okay. All right. okay. I don't All see right. why you think there's a grave being dug. Okay. I'm t- telling you a story. There's racist dogs. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after grabbing a weapon to protect the family, air quotes, uh, he went. He said he went upstairs to see his mother after the dog's barking had woken her up. He then shot her twice, he told the local paper. I just felt like she wouldn't listen to me about my paranoia. Well, I wouldn't listen at that point either. Because I was just like, okay, you think someone's going to harm me, so you want to shoot me. Probably not a good idea. I felt I needed to leave the home, and she wouldn't do that with me, so I felt I had to shoot her. (laughs) 
like, Ma, you gotta come out. I don't wanna go. I'm not going. It's late. <laughs> Doom. Dead. I could see Jizzy Jake trying mm-hmm. rationalizing that, though. Right. It makes sense, though. His mom kind of sucks. She's a bit of a bitch, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking bitch. So it's like, all right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, he also admitted to the paper that he shot the family's dog, an American bulldog pit bull mix. I wanted him to come with me, he said. My adrenaline was going at that time. So, well, a pit bull mix, though. I bet you the dog flipped out and probably attacked him probably. or something. Probably, yeah, yeah. Those things will fuck you up. Yeah, they don't like, you know, when you shoot one of the owners. They don't and like Those that. are racist dogs, too. Are they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I think you could train a dog to attack anything. Like you could, you, you could probably train a dog to attack clowns. Oh sure, with a certain word. Like yeah, dogs yeah, are. Yeah. I mean, I think dogs are react reactive enough that if you like associated a clown hat with something, mm-hmm. it would just attack clowns every time it saw it. Oh sure, it saw absolutely, yeah. Um, and I mean, also, you know, they don't like mailmen by just instinct for some reason. You know, yeah, why mailmen? Mm. Is it because it's just a stranger in the yard, or do you I think, think it's it- like the outfit, like the shorts? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's like it's like it was that guy John Ford, the fashion guy. They don't. Oh. They're like men should wear shorts. <laughs> they're very I actually fashion, kind of agree with that. They're real bitchy shorts. about fashion. Those dogs. Yeah, I, I agree too. Yeah, I don't. I don't you know. Yeah, legs. I think it's John Ford. Anyway, um, yeah. So after he shot his mother and the dog, he lit his mattress on fire. Oh, that makes know? sense. So. Yeah, this is like, this is what what country music should be, you know? (laughs) It shouldn't be this garbage that we have now. It should be songs about shooting your mother and your dog and lighting your mattress on fire. Burning burning the house down and then taking a boat across the river. He left the burning home by boat to row across the lake. See, that's... mm. He headed toward a bonfire at another home. There's there's a there's a heady argument for why you shouldn't have a bonfire, because <laughs> somebody that just burned their house down be like, oh, there's another fire. I'm gonna go towards that. Was he crashing this party, or was he invited to the party? I have, I don't know. He just saw a fire. That's so, that's bizarre. So yeah. now yeah, it's like now yeah. I'm attracting this insane Floridian. Also, this was re- sounding really kind of cool for a second until I realized it was a rowboat. Oh, it was just a rowboat? It yeah. It wasn't even a speedboat? I'm watching him like speeding away from the fucking burning house before it explodes and he doesn't even look behind him when it explodes. That would not happen thing. in Grand Theft Auto. No. Yeah. Definitely rowboat. not. Yeah, because it'd be like the thing would blow up while like Flock of Seagulls was playing, you know? Be you could awesome. like flip the yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Uh, Brittany Grant would later tell WFTV that LaRue had come up to their home after getting out of the boat. He just slowly starts walking up and it was like Michael Myers. <laughs> What's this guy look like? So he's like, yeah, baby, behave. <laughs> right? I think that's what they mean by that. Yeah, Is that I what think, they mean by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Michael yeah. Myers, yeah. <laughs> that would horrify me if someone came up to my <laughs> barbecue doing that just wearing like a purple leisure yeah, suit yeah 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 this is horny like british guy with bad teeth yeah like, yeah that no, would freak me that's out that's a 20 year old thing that would freak me it's out it's not yeah. funny anymore it wasn't even funny back then yeah um no no i think he means the the horror movie halloween does the guy what's the guy look yeah. like 
A picture, does he look like Michael Myers? That's a good fucking point. I never even, I didn't even occur to me. I'm picturing That's like so on my mind today. a lot of acne, mm-hmm. maybe around like 6'2". Right. Probably like not even a mullet, but like a, t- a rat tail. You remember those when guys would have those? Five facts you need to know about Colby <laughs> Glenn Is there? You look at a heavy.com? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, he doesn't from. look like. He's got these. Oh my God. He's got that thousand yard stare. Yeah, he looks kind of like if Screech from Saved by the Bell and the Unabomber had a child, it would grow up to be this guy. All right, that's a weird look. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a weird looking kid. <laughs> that's what he looks like. I read I read some article about uh, Screech was was talking because you know Screech did a porn you remember that I do remember that sure. he was saying that when he takes yeah. a shit his balls and or his balls and his dick are in the water and that's like it's it's tough for him to take a shit so he like hovers I would hold okay <laughs> I don't even want to get into it I mean I'm not even gonna do I know maybe he's got a huge like he's hung like he's yeah. got a huge dick or something <laughs> I just never thought about that with Screech right well so you get older starts this you know i guess it does sag a bit yeah but that's a long way i mean that's Eventually like a good, you're like kicking it around the, you know like yeah. like andy griffith kicking the can <laughs> you know um it's gross grant said after her boyfriend ran at him with a golf club he allegedly told the couple i'm just trying to figure out my life man <laughs> before running off shirtless into the woods did, so wait a second mm. this guy's so creepy just kind of shows up at a party and yeah. the first thing is like no one's like hey man do you know anybody here it's just like first instinct attack him with a golf club that's yeah that's, that's weird uh, yeah i mean maybe that's what happens when you well, don't I mean, crash he might be a one of those people you ever meet i mean sometimes you'll i'll sometimes i'll meet them or sometimes i'll just be walking down the street and i'll see somebody and i'll get that like warning that vibe that like, that, like you know blizzard brain warning of like this guy could stab me yeah or something. like yeah, this I've is a psychopath before. person you know sometimes and especially that- if he's covered in soot and probably covered in blood you know what i'm gonna go ahead and say and the, i mean the <laughs> <laughs> yeah this guy's yeah. covered in yeah, soot. yeah 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 <laughs> it probably has blood from the dog and yeah. his mom and he's just standing there silent just appeared at this bonfire yeah yeah so you know Hit him with a golf club. Yeah. <laughs> a golf club. Jesus. It's not going to kill him. Yeah, so and he ran off shirtless into the woods. LaRue later told detectives he made his way to a local grocery store where he asked a homeless man wearing an eye patch for a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, he asked the homeless pirate yeah. outside of the fucking 7-Eleven for yeah, a shirt. For a shirt. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which is like, man. That's what I'm telling you. This is mm. like a Jizzy Jake story. It is. It really is. Yeah. And then he like mm. went up to homeless Pete and tried to get his fucking eye patch. And he was like, no, nah, but I'll give you the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, <clears throat> he walked into the, he didn't even get arrested. He walked into the sheriff's office in the morning, confessed his crimes. So. Wow. There you go. Do you think like the fucking, uh, bath salts wore off or something i think so probably and yeah like, and early, earlier that morning they responded to the fire and found this mother's charred remains well at least she's not going to be harmed mm. larue later told the local paper he was remorseful about the deaths and hadn't been feeling right when the crimes occurred <laughs> i regret shooting my mother and my dog he said and he's being held without bond 
Did he get a T-shirt? Uh, I hope so. It, it doesn't actually. Yeah, no. He bar, He asked the homeless man for a shirt. It doesn't say, say that he got one. Yeah. Bad journalism. Huh. Did he get a shirt from the homeless man with an eye patch? Did he not? I think that's a key. Uh, you know piece of information here did the shirt Crucial. say like world's best grandpa on it like what i want to know the answer to, to these things so female body inspector yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just want to know why there was a pirate hanging outside of this fucking yeah 7-eleven right Yarr. exactly yeah anyway excellent story there mm-hmm. people say your story stick around podcast at a gmail.com uh we have phone calls coming up next three two three five two two four zero three two is a number we've got some good ones this week actually all the calls this week are drug related oh okay yeah drug related um, you know it's not the drunk dial line it's mm. the drug dial line but oh um, behave <laughs> first uh, mm. here's where from Adam right. and Eve hey sick and wrong listeners this is Trucker Paul I gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack off machines dildos inflatable wives I bought them all when I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, and you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. How do y'all flick my balls? I put a spell on you. So we got a few phone calls to get to. People can call the Sigaron hotline at 323-522-4032. Um, as I mentioned before, these calls, the theme of these calls is drugs. So the first guy, he's like tripping balls on mushrooms. Hmm. And it's funny because I think in the beginning, before the mushrooms really takes off, you, you can... You know, you can be an articulate individual. You can make a phone call. Oh, yeah. But then it starts getting into weird hmm. territory. Okay. Like, it starts getting into weirdness when he, I think he just stops making sense. Hmm. Um, so, anyway, let's play the first call here. All right. Yo, yo, what's up, D? Uh, and Anderson, a long-time caller, or a long-time listener. Uh, I haven't really... Uh, hold up real quick. Let me back up I'm uh tell you the truth I'm calling a response to that like that one dude I think it was like 688 yeah he was calling about like question and wanted to do the shrooms and stuff like that and uh right now so this guy called Mm -hmm. in there's a few months ago where he was like I want to do mushrooms but my wife oh is that this guy no he's calling in response to that guy I I don't remember what we said I think we were like just do mushrooms who cares cares? but I think this guy's calling in response to him okay all right now I'm actually on two and a half grams of dry mushroom. I, they come in like, I order them off the dark web and all that shit. So, I mean. Is, do you ever do that? I almost mushrooms? did. I almost had to when I was really wanted some and I couldn't until I found that lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I remember I had Hung Young Terror show me how to do it. So where you go? Because um, I hadn't done it since like Silk Road. Because there's like new sites now you use, you know. Well, you got to use like Tor or something like that. Well, I, yeah, that I remembered how to do. But then when you um, find it, you order. Are they? He said it was dried, so it's like freeze dried mushrooms in a packet, or are they actually like? Is it powder? I don't know. I mean, they're dried when you. Yeah, I guess they're dried. Buy them from anybody anyway. generally, yeah. you know. So, 
legit shit. I mean, I like it a lot. So, but, yeah, I decided it's the first time I just call and talk to you guys for a second. Don't really have a... My advice for that dude is just fucking do it. Like, honestly. Yeah, listen to this guy. <laughs> the yeah. first time I brought it up, I'm married. I have, like, a five-year-old daughter and shit. I think for like some degree with these, I think like the the federal government has like all these dark web things tapped. Um, all, you know what I mean? I feel like, you know. Oh, you think they're like surveilling it all? Like I do. If anyone orders. I, I do. Or tries to email it, they tra- trace the IP. I feel like a lot of times they're just leaving it alone because as these sites tend to take over like actual IRL drug buying and selling, it's less violence. You know, I guess maybe, but I mean, wouldn't you be concerned about having it delivered to your home? Like, where or do or do you? I would be concerned. So where? How do you receive it then? Do you go to a PO box? They won't. But they, well, the thing is, is you have to get it where you don't sign. That's what you need to do. You get. You want to get it through the USPS, where they just leave a package at your door because. You know, you don't know. What's I in would it. just be nervous yeah. about giving my address to someone on the dark web. Oh, I don't care about that. I guess maybe, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, the thing is, if you sign for it, then you're fucked. But if it's just like delivered to you, you could just, you could have deniability, total deniability. You could just be like, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, and there's yeah. probably no return address on no, it. So it's of course like, not. Yeah. yeah, or a fake mm-hmm. one. Yeah, so. I got shit in tits now. I have 23. No, I'm I don't have my life together. After thinking about all this, I'm fucking Wait, he said he's 23, he's got a five-year-old daughter, what? Well, so what's funny about this yeah. is he's talking about like, dude, you should just fucking do mushrooms, man. Yeah. It's great. You know, I I got my shit together. I'm 23. Yeah. I'm married for five years, or I've been married. I'm married. I have like a five-year-old daughter. Yeah. And, and then there's that pregnant yeah, pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Actually, I don't have my life. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> just like that's why this is why I don't trip on mushrooms. Yeah, because I'll sit there and all of a sudden get very like dangerously introspective. Yeah, that happens. And then that I'll just happen. be like, mm. "Why don't I own a home? Mm. My car is twelve years old." And mm. it's just gonna start thinking about how much of a failure in life I am. Yep. And that's what these drugs do mm. after like the age of I don't know twenty four. Right. When you have real life concerns and responsibilities. But when you're like fucking 16, you live in your parents' basement. I used to always go through that little phase, and even in LSD trips, towards the end of the trip, I'd have that introspection, that the cosmic horror introspection. You know, like the existential, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, depression. Despair, yeah. But but is it? Did you have that when you were a kid? Yeah, when I was a teenager. Yeah. See, I, when I was 16, mm. I never like we tripped all the time on acid, on mushrooms. Oh, there'd I always, always be a little like maybe half an hour, hour period towards the end of a trip where the, I'd have you that. Just I could fall into that easily. Yeah. yeah. I ne- I never so. became like that till mm. I would say college. Yeah. Like after, like towards the end of mm. college, I was like, man, I'm kind of like just getting like anxiety when I trip now mm. and then the whole come down I'm having anxiety and then it's just like I don't even want to do this anymore yeah, and then no. at my age now I wouldn't even want to fuck with it no you do don't know why so might as well just fuck oh, man I thought I'd be more composure I'm trying to call, call you guys <laughs> but yeah this shit's all fucked up around here <laughs> Come on. Tripping on two grams of mushrooms. Yeah. 
Is that what he said? Two grams? Two and a half. He said two and a half grams of mushrooms. That's almost a whole eighth. Yeah, it's yeah. almost an eighth. Wow. Tripping and shit. They're out the wiggly fingers. But, oh yeah, my advice to that dude was just fucking do it. I mean, just talk to your wife or whatnot. And, I mean, lay it on down the line. You guys got everything figured out. I mean, I don't see why not. It puts you in good mood and everything, helps you figure stuff out. Hell, everybody's starting to legalize shit around here. Or decriminalize, not legalize. The, uh, they actually did just legalize it in Denver like in a week o- ago. In Oakland, it's decriminalized. Oh, really? Mm. But hopefully I can be on one of the front runners with the decriminalization because this shit is a miracle drug and it helps out people come from a person with like bipolar and shit like that. Yeah. Sorry, I have a cat. I'm just watching him, like watching his fur <laughs> fuck around. I always feel bad for animals. When you, yeah, but when yeah. you're an animal, it's like yeah. you're just being a cat. Yeah, doing yeah, your yeah. own cat business. Yeah. And all of a sudden, some guy with a head full of ass, it's like, you're soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, I always feel bad for the animals around drug users. You got bugs in your fur. I got to wash you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, my name is B. You guys call me that for right now, unless you guys give me some dumbass other nickname. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if it's under three minutes or not, but. I said we call him Polly Shore. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck, I'm too fucked up. <laughs> so he calls back. Wait, he's not done. Oh, yet. so still yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Right now, I'm currently sitting on my porch, watching a couple trees. Drinking, riding down that old town road. Yeah. Cherry Pesky smoking on a jewel, like a donut millennial. Cherry Pepsi and a jewel. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, okay. He's got another call it's here. Breakfast of champions. Yeah. So got the second call. Well, I guess this would be a part two or whatever to the last call. That fucking loud ass <laughs> in my ear gave me a little wake up call. <laughs> I'll probably be calling back one more time later after I've sobered up a bit. Since I made that fuck, I made that first dive into calling you guys. That was a big deal. I've been listening to you guys since like toy box joy days. Wait, you said what? He's been listening since when? He's been listening since the Joy Behar days. Sounds like what he said. Remember <laughs> when Joy Behar co-hosted the show with you? So it was brief, you that a period? brief period yeah. when Lance left the show after uh-huh. I pissed on his Xbox. Joy's Behar. Yep. Joy, is it Joy Behar or Joy's Behar? I think it's Joy Behar. Joy Behar. Yeah, Joy, yeah. she was a co-host briefly, uh-huh. and then Wackley came back, and then Harrison, and the rest of the history. Yep, there you go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's been, it's been like, yeah, you guys have been, like, show me, like, there's a world of people that that's fucked up like me, but we all make jokes of it and shit. I appreciate it. Like, that's I really that's the purpose of the show. Yeah. But, yeah, so, hopefully with this, it's kind of like your guys' passion. You guys stick to it. I'm fully behind it. Passion, I'd say more like albatross. Yeah, he's fully behind it. Oh, great. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your support there. Yeah. What did he uh, call himself? Was this his nickname he gave himself? I think he said his name is D. He didn't is give himself D? a nickname. Oh, yeah. We can't be that. Yeah, no. I really don't know how any don't know how to chime out or anything, but talk to you guys. This is this guy is tripping balls yeah, yeah, keep yeah, in yeah. mind yeah. I'm surprised he could even dial the numbers yeah, that's a lot of mushrooms to eat that's a, well, 
you know? I used to do an eighth, I think. But not all at once. Eighth. I mean, no, it's more than half. Oh, an eighth. Oh, you did. Yeah, we do okay. usually an Jesus eighth of mushrooms, Christ. like three and a half grams. Oh, God. That's what we'd usually do, but yeah. in the course of like a few right. hours. I used to eat maybe a half an eighth, you know? Maybe I guess I used to do maybe two grams probably, at one point. Yeah. I bet you did about an eighth, almost an eighth in a whole day. Because we would just eat mushrooms mm. in the morning, eat them in like the afternoon, and just mm. to keep the trip going. Eat them at supper time. You can eat mushrooms anytime. Did you just eat them straight? Yeah. Or did you put them in like fucking peanut butter or something? Just eat them straight. I always yeah. like a fucking. Ugh. I don't mind the taste. Do you mind the taste nope. of it? Nope. Ah, it's so fucking. It's not great, but it's. Ah, it's vile. Tastes better than Xanax, you know? <laughs> so. Yes. Mm. Yo, yo, this is me again. Uh, I'm just pretty much calling to give an update where I'm at. <laughs> I think I called you like. Two hours ago or something like My that. My wife divorced me. She now. got custody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now rowing away from a burning house. <laughs> I killed my mom and yeah. her dog. Now I'm rowing across to a bonfire. <laughs> that was before I was going through that whole trip and anything. So I went back. All right, all right. I'm cosplaying as fat bastard. <laughs> so from that point on, well, I think I called you guys. I went back inside, and I pretty much just took out like. I got a notebook, and I just started, like, I write rap stuff as generic as that might sound. But he writes rap? Is that what he said? He says, I write rap. Okay. So, like, mm. Eminem type of notebook. I want to yeah. hear the songs. See, this is what happens now. Like, in 1933, people would, like, you know, write out an ancient map of how to find lizard gold. Yeah. Now people are just like, this is my SoundCloud fucking <laughs> rap track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I don't know if yeah. uh, Warren Schufeld was tripping on mushrooms when he drew that map, but maybe. He was tripping on life. Something. Yeah. Stupid, but, like, I just wrote rap like an hour. And I swear at one point it was like, I'm an atheist. So don't get me wrong when I say this, but it felt like God was channeling something through me while I was writing this. <laughs> oh, oh my God, God that's dude. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> did, did I ever tell you about the first time I ever talked to Tupac? <laughs> no, were you tripping? Yes. And it was, it was, he wasn't dead yet. He was still alive at this point. And it was what when, did you guys talk about? Because um, he, he was his video for Dear Mama was playing on the TV at the time. <laughs> this is the first time I ever did LSD. And I had remember I it was about like his mom was a Black Panther. And I, it, I remember in school I had just read the autobiography of Asada Shakur, who was another Black Panther who you know w was like accused of killing a cop, so she fled yeah. to Cuba and then just lived in Cuba. And for some reason, it was impossible for me to conceive that there were two female Black Panthers with the last name Shakur. <laughs> so I was like, that's not your mother. He's lying about this. That can't be his mother. She can't be his mother. Was and then he came. It's like, what you call him for me? Yeah, yeah. He came out cracker. of the television and he started arguing <laughs> with me. Like where he was like half out of the television and half in the television. Like he literally wow. was like half. And we were arguing about it. 
And he's like, man, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm, I'm surprised like, you didn't get bitch slapped. I know, I am too. Yeah. Um, and it tur- And this was like, you know, before you could really just verify anything on the internet. <laughs> you couldn't so, look it up? Yeah, I couldn't. So it was just like, I was very stubborn about it, I guess. And then later, years, years later, I was like, oh yeah, I guess he was right. Hmm. So... Um, I guess it's better to have like a, a hallucination with Tupac than R. Kelly. Yeah, because then I had I had another conversation with him in a dream, like not even that long ago, <laughs> um, where I had like made him a custom like hat at the mall, and he didn't like it. You know, we don't get along, he and I. But yeah, I, it I'm, sounds like you guys I'm are a, at odds. I'm here. a fan of his work. Though. What about Lil Wayne? You guys Fuck get along swimmingly? Lil Wayne. <laughs> Fuck him. We, though, ironically, we probably get along, and I'm not a fan of his work. So, so I, I've actually mm. read that the uh, the word of God comes through Riff Raff's lyrics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when Riff Raff's sitting there writing his, uh, his yeah. songs, it's God channeling through him. So okay. I don't think it's uncommon for this to happen. All right. Yeah. Or, or something. I don't even know what it is. Some type of entity or whatever. I haven't even Satan. looked at the shit. It's, coming from how to come down and all that but if you guys want to like me to send it to you just like as a rambling please, of a we do. please 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 send it to please us please actually read a dramatic interpretation yeah, that's yeah. what i want sick and wrong podcast at gmail <laughs> yes yeah, actually yeah i think you need to record it yeah and send too. it in it's yeah, just yeah, like because yeah. we're we'd play it on the show spoken word spoken word style. yeah the mm. of, of mm. god rap lyrics mm-hmm yeah, God's rap and if, it, if it's up to speed we'll hook you up with Jizzy Jake because he can produce your shit actually you I know? forgot about that Jizzy Jake is a rapper too yeah he's more of a um, you know sort of maestro impresario but he has producer. a SoundCloud page doesn't he he does yeah, yeah so maybe I wonder if this mm. guy if uh, uh, young Jeezy over here yeah. has <laughs> As his own SoundCloud page. But yeah, definitely yeah. send us, read these raps, and we'll play mm. them on the show. Yeah. We'll talk about them. It's Man, inspiring. Some stupid shit just let me down over it. I'll just try and give y'all an update. Well, man, it's all cool. So, but yeah, hit me back if you I mean, you obviously. I'm glad he updated us. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. He's weird trying to get a response out of you guys some shit like that but yeah just any neck if you want to know anything more about me alright peace out B Harrison send us your raps I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of a good nickname for this guy Tim yeah. Leary maybe cause there's not a lot of people where, <laughs> where it's like please send me your SoundCloud link you know yeah, what I mean? I, I like, never that that rarely ever that. happens, but this guy. But this yes, guy, please. he offered, mm-hmm. and it's a notebook of, of raps that he wrote under the influence of psilocybin. So mm-hmm. I would like to read it, very much so. Yeah. Um, thanks for yay, sharing. Yay. Uh, the next guy that we called in isn't tripping on psilocybin. He's mm. tripping on LSD. And it's, it's just, if you think about it, I feel like on mushrooms when you're tripping, mm. I think I could have a a conversation with somebody on mushrooms but if i was tripping on lsd and i tried to call i think it would sound a lot like this okay uh, okay uh who the fuck am i who the fuck are you who the fuck cares what matters fuck 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 okay um i took a little thing called lsd and i am out of my mind right now is this the fucking vor art student guy oh you think so you sounds kind of like voices him. sound the same all these to voices me. yeah i mean there's like hmm. this like white 
millennial college guy voice, you know, that they all white, sound the same. White guilt, milk toast. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm Gazorpazorp Field. It's been like over a decade since I've done it, and I thought, oh, look, at I found it at work. Somebody had it, and I'm like, oh. Wait a second. He found it at work? Somebody had it at work. Maybe if he works at a restaurant or a bar. Yeah. Because like at my work, you're not going to have somebody just like, hey, I got some LSD if you want to try some. No, no. <laughs> That's the most, not going to happen. Yeah, no. The most you'll get is like a cold from their child. You know what I mean? So that's usually what you'll get from my people I work with. Let's buy one of those and fucking do it on the weekend, and that'll be fun just to fucking relive those days. No, no, no. Why the fuck? Damn it. This is fucking schizophrenia. This is fucking OCD schizophrenia. This is fucked, 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 fucked. Well, we'll never know if that was the same guy. As the Vore. As our thrilling art school Vor fellow. He did redeem himself, though. Remember he called in about that... He had, like, the searched weird, that guy's car. Yeah, that weird uh, van, old Nosferatu guy who wanted yeah, who'd to clean lost, out his like, car. Yeah, who lost, like, his cell phone or something. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Credit card? His his cane, credit card. You gotta clean out. Where's my credit card, son? And he was, like, digging Find through it. this Find guy's... Find it in the car. Find it. <laughs> he was, like, digging through this guy's Ford Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for something. That was funny. <laughs> Um, that was good. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, I would like yeah. an update from that, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, but mm-hmm. much less coherent than the mushroom guy. Yes. But I think that's kind mm-hmm. of uh, par for the course. I've always had much more intense trips on LSD than mushrooms. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you still do with the microdosing? Uh, yes. Which, actually, I, th- I could see that mm-hmm. having, like, you know, health benefits. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. But I don't know why anyone would trip on... I wouldn't want to trip on LSD again. Like acid, I'm, I'm done. There was a time and a place. I'm done with that one. So just, just, just so we're up to speed here, D, there was a big argument that started on our live stream. Um, and it began with somebody asking, would you rather drink a liter of piss or continuously huff farts for three hours? And that started an argue, like a serious argument. A serious argument? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's uh, more thought-provoking <laughs> than this program <laughs> yeah yeah what was the outcome what was that yeah i can't even follow the argument it barely makes any sense yeah so. and uh that is why we're one of the more successful longest running indie comedy podcasts yeah that's right <laughs> that's our audience right there that's why we were voted the number one comedy podcast by eye of the psychic.com <laughs> People call, call in, uh, call the sick and wrong drug dial line at 323-522-4032. Uh, we got to get out of here. We got things to do. Um, best way to support the show is by going to patreon.com slash sick and wrong and uh, just donating a little money. I think it's $5 all it takes. And you get one extra story a week. You get a whole thing of phone calls. And you get the most hilarious original outtakes I think you've seen of any podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week in particular... Harrison and I, uh, discuss- I went and saw Danzig's uh, premiere of his horror movie called Verotica. Yep. Went to the Los Angeles premiere of that. Talk about that. Uh, saw The Misfits last night, the original Misfits. Talk about that. And then we also go into a deep dive on the tweets of Democratic nominee or Democratic candidate, mm. uh, hopeful, Marianne Williamson. She's my lady. Harrison is, uh, I I think you are one sold. of her acolytes. Yes. 
You have sold your soul to Marianne Williamson. I want to. I I just want to like put on some my thug hat and just go. You know, go check it in out. In the army of love, I just want to crack <laughs> some skulls in the army of love. I want to do it. I also posted recently. Uh, I was I was looking for um, I was looking for a copy of Reason, which I know I have on one of my hard drives. And as I was in there, I found a, an old Rampage Radio um, <clears throat> folder I had in there with a bunch of outtakes and shit like that. So I posted. Extreme Elvis singing Blue Christmas, hmm. a clip of that on my old Rampage radio show and a couple pictures of me, probably around like 2000 maybe, 2001, hmm. um, with disgusting dreadlocks, just vile hmm. hair. But anyway, you can go check stuff out like that on the Patreon that page, uh, patreon.com slash wrong. We do appreciate the support. And thank you. We had like, I don't know, six or seven people sign up uh, this month. So uh, we do we do appreciate that. Helps, yeah, helps keep the show going. Thank you, fellas. Finally here, uh, Sick Wrong Song of the Week. So I saw Danzig last night with the Misfits, doing the original Misfits. Danzig's mm. speaking voice is kind of shot. Like, he kind of sounds like, uh, he's kind of like, mm. <laughs> I love the Misfits. Like, yeah. it doesn't, like, the voice isn't, isn't there. But his right. singing voice, he could belt out a Misfits mm. song. He sounded amazing. So anyway... If, if you do get a chance to go see him, I think they have one show left because I don't think Danzig wants to continue doing this, but he's contractually obligated uh, to do like 10 shows by, uh, by Jerry only. Jerry only is like, you have to do this. So no matter what, he's got to do 10 shows. I think they have one more left. Mm. Uh, but go check it out. They're, they're fucking amazing. It was great. Mm. Uh, we're going to end the show here with uh, Danzig's cover the Black Sabbath song NIB. It's from his uh, cover album that came out last year called mm. Skeleton. So here's uh, his version of NIB. People will be back next week with episode 694. Until then, take it easy.
Oh, behave. Mm. Remember the uh, fat bastard? Yep. People think that's uh, the funniest fucking shit. Oh, so Gold funny. member, remember that? I don't think yeah. I watched that one. I saw the first two. Yeah. Was Goldmember the second one? Goldmember was the third one. So what was the second one? Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah, yeah. With Heather Graham. With Heather Graham, yeah. yeah. The third one was the one with Beyonce. Beyonce was in it. Yep. God. Yeah. What does Michael Myers do these days? Is he still... He just like lives in a giant house made of platinum and fucking rubies, I, I think. There's something about his face that just I never liked. Yeah. Like he's a weird Canadian creepy face. He does. Creepy he does visage. have a Canadian creepy face. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something yeah. about that guy. Mm-hmm. 